0: The Big Leap is a book that I found, I want to say probably like in 2015, and it is a dope ass book. So the book basically talks about the concept of self-sabotage and how and why we do it as people. So to make a long story short, basically, when a person gets comfortable in life, so you know you come into this world, you're figuring things out, you're trying to figure out your place in the world, blah blah blah. your family structure, the people that you hang out with, your environment shapes your perception of normal a lot so when you when you decide that poverty is normal, that violence is normal that Speaking in a certain tone is normal, that um, drug abuse is normal, that alcoholism is normal, that single family homes is normal, that binge eating and watching TV all day is normal. When you decide that certain things are normal, anything outside of that, when you when you experience or become aware of anything outside of that, it's seen as abnormal just like off principle, like that's just how it is. So if you are beginning to experience something that is abnormal, your 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 mind, your subconscious mind goes, hmm, something here is not right. How can I push us back to normal? Because normal is the goal. That's our baseline. Like we always just want to be normal. If things go like, okay, let's say for instance, arguing is normal for you right you grew up watching your parents argue you grew up watching tv with people arguing all the time arguing is normal like people argue it is what it is but what's not normal is fighting like putting your hands on somebody it's like all right you're taking it too far like that's not normal if you were somebody who ended up in a situation where somebody was physically abusive to you where you decided emotional abuse is okay and normal your body's your your mind's going to go, okay, this, this is not okay. Like, are you in? All right. Hitting me? No. So one of two things is going to happen. Either you are going to get the fuck out of Dodge or you're going to adjust what you decide is normal. You're, you're going to adapt to your new surroundings. And you might say, okay, this is normal now. I can deal with this. And you might be able to do that for the rest of your life. You might be able to do it, do that for as long as it takes you to survive the situation. For instance, if you're dependent on your abuser for um, shelter or money or whatever, you may have to adjust and say, okay, well, I guess this is my new normal. That's the, that's the dark side of it. Here's the other side of it that's, in my opinion, just as bad. <laughs> um, say, for instance, if you are somebody who is used to So, you've gotten used to being hit now. So, now you're used to physical violence. Well, you end up in a situation with somebody who is really good to you, who does all the things that you want somebody to do, fantasy shit, like, wow, I can't believe I have somebody who's doing this for me. That will become abnormal for you. That is abnormal. And your brain, not really taking into account what's good or bad for you, but rather, what's um, normal versus abnormal will try to get you the fuck out of dodge. So one or two things is going to happen. Either you're going to get the fuck out of dodge again and self-sabotage. Maybe you start finding things that's wrong with that person. Maybe you convince yourself that it's not as passionate as it was in the um, more toxic environment. Maybe you've, cons- you've, you've, I don't know, maybe you, you cheated and you don't know why the fuck, you never cheated before on anybody, but now you found this amazing person and you're cheating on them. Like, what the fuck? That's self-sabotage. So you're either going to do that or you are going to um, create a new normal for yourself which would be the better thing. So in the book to to take the big leap is to actually go from one so the, the image on the book is like a goldfish jumping out of a bowl. I think he's jumping from like a small bowl to a big bowl. So imagine yourself as the fish, like you've outgrown your bowl. This is not normal. Like I'm not able to turn around anymore. I'm not able to like swim up and down anymore. I don't have any space. This doesn't feel like my normal. Well, what can you do to get back to your normal? Either you're going to shrink yourself in that bowl so that you have more room, the same amount of room, or you're going to exert the energy that it takes to go from one level of thinking to the next, from one experience to the next, from one reality to the next. It takes energy. It takes conscious energy. It takes remaining present because again, it's your subconscious mind who is going to either sabotage or or well actually your self-conscious mind is the one that's going to sabotage the present mind is the one that's going to say okay let's put this energy in let's put this work in and get to the next level so you have to kind of like decide how how are you going to how are you going to play it are you going to get a new normal and that goes either way are you going to now accept somebody beating your ass as the new normal Or are you going to accept somebody loving you as a new normal? And here's the catch, though. If you pay attention, both options are always available to you at all times. We tend to focus on the negative, though. Both options are available. I I knew somebody one time who had everything going wrong in their life. Everything was going wrong in their life. But there was so much good also about who they were as a person. They had so much perseverance. They were so witty. They were so talented. They were so attractive. They were so uh, inspirational. They were all of these things. But all they ever did was focus on what was wrong. And so their life was trash. They were trash. And I was just like, wow, that's crazy. Because you are choosing to sit in your normal because... Their normal became being berated. Their normal became feeling embarrassed. Their normal became thinking that they were less than. Thinking that they were the underdog. Because that's what people in their life told them. And now that the people in their life aren't there, okay, well, these people in my life not there no more. They can't tell me this. They can't tell me that no more. This shit feels abnormal. What do I do? Okay, well, to to, (laughs) instead of saying I'm going to embrace the lack of negativity, they created it for their own with their own negative self-talk. And now that's the world that they continue to live in. And there's not a damn thing that you can do to pull somebody out of that. There is not a damn thing that you can do to pull somebody else out of that. But there's good news. There is plenty that you can do to get yourself out of it. So how do we do it? Stay present. Notice your patterns. How do you do that? Journal. You can start journaling things out. Read your journal. Identify your own patterns. It's very easy for us to forget small details as the days, weeks, years go by. It's very easy. But if you write it down, you might go back to a page from two years ago and read it and it sounds like some shit that happened to you yesterday. Well, how are you going to handle it this time? Because your subconscious is constantly working to keep things normal, to keep things the same. But you know, well, the same is not what I want. I want something different now. Okay, how do we get that? We have to do it this way. Okay, so when I'm back in this situation, I need to be present and not allow my subconscious to take over. Or else I'm going to repeat the same habits. This is why I say it's very hard for people to change. I find it very difficult to believe That people change certain core behaviors and habits about themselves. Is it possible? Yes. Is it probable? No. Especially not somebody who doesn't practice um, being present. It's not going to happen. Even the people who practice being present. Even your favorite mindfulness gurus. Human. We make mistakes. We're flawed. But yeah, that's the musing for today.